When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the sound of the deflated Ugh. horn. Yikes. <laughs> My name is Chris Kowild. With me is Zubank Hank. Oh, the, oh, the star of the Clippers. Zubat. Yes. Yikes. Well, this episode, this episode is all about Ivica Zubats. It's called The Rise of Zoo. Yeah, this is a first. And I know this he's your favorite. He's your favorite clipper. I know that for a fact. Well, he is tonight. It was a fir- it's a first for us. As a first mm. for us to my knowledge where where we actually decided to start recording this clipcast before the game was over. Before well, the what, Clippers Nuggets well, game. What was that over. was. Whatever that was, it wasn't a game, that's for sure. So I don't think you can call it a game. I would say bloodbath. It's more accurate. They doubled Chris, us up don't, don't, for the majority of the game. Don't look at the box score. Okay, I have you, nothing in front of me. You tell me how many starters you think finished in double digits, and then zero. And then what do you think Kawhi <laughs> Leonard? What do you think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combined for? All what, right. So do you? Th- they only played the first half. Yeah. I know that for a fact. And 18, minutes, said, 18 minutes for Kawhi, 14 minutes for Paul George. Okay, and I want to go back to that. So I think I saw the ball go in a total number of five times <laughs> for both those guys. Yeah. They, didn't, they did not get double digits combined. 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 <laughs> Nine. Nine points. They got n- they got nine points. So how many baskets did they make? What did they shoot? How many field goals combined? Three. Oh, my God. I and two overshot. Free throws. And two free throws for Kawhi. Two of seven from the field for Kawhi. One of nine <laughs> for Paul George. Uh, the team the team shot 13.5% from three. But at the point where we turned the game off and we came, I walked into the studio – to set up, right. we were shooting eleven and a half percent from three. I've never seen a one hundred to fifty nine game ever. I don't think. No, I don't think I've ever no. seen our, twenty cl- years of watching Clippers basketball. Our classic bit. Yes, the wild conundrum. The wild. W- well, the w- wild's law uh, was <laughs> was that the first team to sixty nine wins. <laughs> Uh, instead of <laughs> instead of Lawler's law, Wilds That's law right. was the first team to sixty nine, and then Wilds and that was oft disproven. Oh uh, yes, uh, and then Wilds conundrum was if mm. it Chris was Wilds if conundrum. we got to a hundred before yeah. the other team got to sixty nine, and 69. then I and yes. then I want to say Wilds. Oh, that was Wilds guideline, and Wilds conundrum was if you had the exact score of one hundred to sixty nine, which I oh I think. <laughs> 
Chris I, Wilde's guideline. I think it only ever <laughs> happened. I feel like I only ever saw the guideline or the conundrum handful, a handful, of, handful times. of times. A handful, handful of, times. of times. At the most. I was going to say six, which is probably more yeah, than we've seen it. But to go more than to More fi- than buckets that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George saw go oh in tonight. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Three. Yes, they, they made three baskets. Where we got whooped. Now, let me ask you this. Is that great Denver Nugget defense, or is that an off night and our guys just couldn't shoot, or is it both? Oh, I was going to say to your question, yes. It's both <laughs> of those things. Okay. But Den- but Denver's right. great. But De- I mean, Denver's great. Best team in the West. Best team in the Best West. in the West. So, you know. And we saw Dallas, who was red hot, go against the best team in the NBA right before and get absolutely shellacked, not as biblically – as the Clippers just did. But Luca was seven for 20-something, didn't play the fourth quarter. So I bring up Dallas because up until tonight, they were on a seven-game win streak, and now all of a sudden they're in the top four. Yeah. And so the nice silver lining of what a – let's just call it what it is. It's been kind of a crap year for the Clippers. We're just a – slightly above average basketball team. I don't have the standings in front of me, but my guess is we're now two games over 500. Yeah, so, that's right. We're 21 and 19. I mean, we're still yeah. sixth. We're still I know. Not and in that, the so the silver lining is that the West is not very good this year. So that a slightly above average middling basketball team that's only two games over 500 is somehow in the top six. And we're literally just the minusculest win streak away from cementing into the top four, like Dallas just did. So, oh yeah, we we're only four together, games. We're yeah. only four games behind the number three team. Right. So when you see delusional L word fans going about the city, oh lord, who are like, "Hey, we're playing 500 basketball in the last 10. and you're like, "You idiots! You guys stink! Five and five in the last ten ain't gonna cut it." However. If you go six and four or seven and three, a couple of tens in a row, yeah, it actually is going to cut it because the West kind of stinks. We I'm look at the standings. We stink right, right now. now. I'm, I'm, we <laughs> we stink. stink. We stink. It's four man. in a. It's a four. What in a is row going on now, now? What is going on? And what's really going to hurt? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm oh, scared. Watch out. watch out. I'm scared to bring <gasps> this up to you. Are you Purvis or Scurred? Big difference. Sounds like you're scared. I'm scared of... Does this count as a Kawhi Leonard game on a back-to-back? Okay, so that's uh, that's what I was going to go back to when I said Ty Lue said they're done at halftime. Our starters are done. Yeah. If I'm if I'm Ty Lue, I quite simply stay. I, I say to Kawhi Leonard, you're playing tomorrow night. And Kawhi Leonard wants to play. You know he wants to play. And it's going to be like, oh, Jason Powell and the medical staff. I don't think it's on the medical staff. I, I, it's partially on the medical staff. It's partially on Kawhi Leonard. So I think Ty Lue and Kawhi Leonard need to get together or send a text and say, Kawhi will be starting tomorrow night. The guy played 13 minutes of basketball. Well, I so hope, I, I I hope, hope you're right. We'll find out. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh I mean, they're only 18 and 21. We could beat them. <laughs> oh, we should. We should beat them. We could beat them. We should, uh, up I meant until, to say it like, like this. We could beat them. 
Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure them. We can't beat the Nuggets. The Nuggets have owned us for the past, like, I think they've won seven out of eight versus us or something really depressing. So the Nuggets have kind of had our number. Yeah. And that kind of is depressing. But what also is very depressing, Hank, and then we're going to get into our guy, Yvicha Zubats. It's, it's a show about him, after all. The Rise of Zoo. What's really depressing is that we are not a very good basketball team versus over 500 teams. We're no. Like we've only won yeah. six games, and we've lost like 15 Yeah, something outrageous. It's a problem. I, You know that my pet peeve mm-hmm. is people saying, oh, they're just not trying. Oh, they're just going to wait until it's uh, like this urgency. I hate that. Oh, and the bench comes in, and they and try. They're just not trying hard enough. Amir but, Coffee but, but, and Brandon Boston but it Jr. Does try. Feel, it does feel like an urgency issue, and it does – I don't know. Do you think players that players only meaning I mean, players you, only maybe? Meeting? Do you think any like it's starting to get serious? We are still sixth, but well, it's starting to get serious. We need it's to a figure point. We need to figure out this lineup. We need to know who's going to be playing, and right. play them. Oh, you yeah. know, and they need to play well. They yeah, need to play better. But it's hard to play, to play well better. when there's no consistency. Agreed. So we've lost five out of seven. So the consistent thing we've been doing is losing of late. We've lost four in a row and five out of seven, which you hate. Don't you remember the sweet summer children we were in our last clip cast as we boldly predicted going four and one on our road trip? It didn't go that way. We went two and three. We went two and three, Buster. We were saying we'd be okay with three and two. I never said I'd be okay with two and three, and I'm not. No, my God, no. And one and four, obviously, the sky is falling. Thank God we actually won back-to-back games on the road last road trip. Obviously impossible this road trip. But I'm here to tell you we do have a favorable back third of the season. So and in our last – I'm not looking at it in front of me, but it's like in our last 25 games – I know this for a fact. In the last 25 regular season games, 16 of them are home games – Nine are away. Up until tonight, we had the best road record in the West. So we're actually a relatively – it's not that we're a good road team. It's just that the West stinks this year. They really do. Well, We're and, halfway and, through. And also, Chris, we, we could have gone – we could have we could have gone three and two on the road trip. It, we only lost to the Pacers by one point, and this will bring us into Zubats. Right? If it mm. wasn't that we stumbled out of the gate in the first quarter and – Lost the first quarter by 10 points. The rest of the game, we won the second quarter by three points. We won the third quarter by seven points. We lost the fourth quarter by one point. We lost the game by one point. Uh, And Paul George got 45 points that night. Oh, he was cooking. He was cooking. You know. And the game at home versus Indiana, Zubats went into what I'm calling God mode. Holy God mode. Holy he was God. Kareem Abdul-Jabak. <laughs> that didn't really work. He was <laughs> Kareem Abzu-Jabak. That's also not great. But anyway, he was phenomenal. Let's take a listen to Zoo on his historic 31-29 and 29 performance. Crazy. Crazy. I'm, it's crazy. I never, uh, you know, I always wanted to get a 20-20 game, but... Uh, and I had a chance to get 29. Uh, when I had a chance to get 30 and 30, I, I wanted to get it so bad. I, it, I'm still mad I didn't. I fouled out. I, but uh, you know, it's still, 
it's it's crazy to be mentioned with uh, Kareem and guys like that in a in the same sentence. It's it's incredible. No, I I told myself before the game like this is gonna be a big game. I got to be aggressive, and uh, I had that mentality from from the start. Ty Ty wanted to go to me tonight uh, from a further from a first play of the game and. Uh, it worked out. It worked out. Uh, you know, whenever he needs me, whenever the team needs me to do whatever they need me to do, I'm a, I'm a do. So, uh, you know, even if that means taking 17 shots or two shots a game, whatever is needed, whatever, whatever my role is that game, I'm a, I'm a do it. Oh my gosh, he's great. I, I mean, you should, we should really build the Clippers around him. <laughs> I think we, I think what we need to do is we take Zubats. <laughs> And we just break it all apart, and we build around Zubats. You know, Zubats, Ivica Zubats, I call him the Croatian sensation. He's the longest-tenured Los Angeles Clipper. Did you know that, Hank? No, is that true? It is 100% accurate. He came over for a song. We traded like some guy named Moose that's not Moose Diabetes to the L word. He's only played in Los Angeles professionally. He was kind of a guy off the bench that— the L word didn't really know that they had. And then, so we trade for him for like a deck of cards, an old Jersey and some guy named Muskowitz or something who the L word then immediately cuts. So it was literally for nothing. So we get Evicha Zubats before the trade deadline years ago. I mean, years ago, this is like back in the day when we had Pat Bev, Sweet Lou, Montrez, and Landry Gosharnet was also part of that trade. Uh, not that exact trade, but part, you know, that was one of the deals that was happening. And of course, we had Shea Gorgeous Alexander back then. This is the team that went to, I believe, seven and lost. Maybe it was six. That, that was, it was six against the champs, Golden State Warriors, and lost in round one. But they had all that heart and they won two in Oakland. That was the year that Kawhi Leonard was your NBA Finals MVP for Toronto Raptors. So whatever year that was, I believe it's 2019, Zubats comes over. Everybody else on the team comes after that. So Ivica Zubats, the Croatian sensation, is your longest tenured Los Angeles Clipper. And I would argue that he is one of your top true centers in the NBA. Oh, I can't argue with that. I mean, what's really exciting about him is that he's only 25 years old. Oh, he's a young guy. He's so young and just finding himself. And to go, was it 31 and 29 or something crazy like that? He really wanted to get 30. He really wanted a 30-30. And he said, he's like, I've always wanted a 20-20. And then all of a sudden I realized I'm at like 16 and 15 at the half. Holy crap, I can get a 30-30. And then the poor guy fouls out of the game. It was some ticky-tack crap. He jokes, you know, for a guy who averages four fouls a game, the guy really – he barely ever commits any gnarly fouls. He's real by the book. That's why I call him a true center. He's he's in there. He's straight up. He's hands up. He's jumping straight up. He never has his hands down. He's never caught with his hands down. I love Avicii Zubats. So you take a look at that Indiana game. He goes 31 and 29. He would have gotten 30 and 30 had he not fouled out on some ticky tack crap. And then also, you know, tonight we get housed by Denver. But Zubats last year has a career high 32 points 
against Denver last year. So this guy can perform against elite centers like Jokic. Obviously not tonight, but he got 32 against him last year. And then, of course, we saw him at home on that day game. It was a weird afternoon day game at a wonky time. I don't even think it was a 12 o'clock start. Don't quote me. I think it was the Sunday after Thanksgiving, if memory serves me. And Zubats is in beast mode. And then literally the Pacers, the very next night, night two of a back-to-back hit a game winner versus the L word. So, and then I've told you that horrifying stat, that there's 15 teams that come to L.A. and play back-to-backs. Okay? 15 teams come to L.A. and play back-to-backs. And out of those 15, 11 of those 15 the L word get night two and we get night one. And then four, only four out of 15 back-to-backs. Do we get the away team tired on night two after a night of LA clubbing? It's just not fair. Now I'm going to show my maturity. Oh, your maturity. And admit when I have been incorrect. Mm. Uh, I have many times told you that I think that uh, we... We may not be the number one choice of tenant in the crypto, whatever it is now. It's still the Staples yes. Arena to me. Uh, but it NFT but it's, Arena. But it's it called. isn't that the league is out to get us. It's not that. It's not that. <laughs> You've said that many times. But I mean, said that many we, times. Certainly, we certainly could have. It's one thing for us to get the day game because the Lakers get the night game. Right, it's one sure. thing for us to get the day game because the Kings get the night game. Though, and that makes no but sense. There's but certainly, there's certainly no reason for us to always get night one of the back-to-back. There's but no it's reason. Outrageous. It's nuts. And so that's another reason why when these L-word peacocks cluck around the city pruning their feathers, I believe it's the males that show and the ladies are gray and dismal. Don't quote me. I don't know. And this isn't peacock cast. However... When they clock around going, oh, we're playing five for five of the last ten, amigos. Ha, 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 we are back. You are not back. The table is weighted. You get these bums on night two after Hollywood clubbing in downtown Los Angeles. These guys are exhausted, and they're still cooking you. You're still a losing basketball team. You still stink. These guys, these L-words, they're nine and nine at the NFT arena. So don't. Don't give me a none of that jive talk. I won't stand for it, sir. Well, unfortunately, the, the if we if we keep losing, it's not, it's going to be a cold comfort that also the Lakers are losing. We Agreed. need to we Absolutely. need to win games. So I'm going to go back to something I said earlier. How the West stinks. Okay, so right now we've got 40 games in the book. We've got 42 games to go. So that's right there, right at the 50 yard sixth. line tomorrow. And we're six. And we're in the and we're in the top 6. Yeah. So tomorrow night we really it really kind of is a must win. I really want this W tomorrow night at Minnesota. It's definitely doable. It's achievable. It's a winnable ball game because we're playing a team that's under 500. So therefore, I like that. we should win. It's those over 500 teams that really give us trouble. But we're at like my point is we're at the halfway point. So you would think the league would be there'd be one or two teams that have 30 wins that are on the way to being that coveted 60 win team because a great team is a 60 win team and a good team is a 50 win team. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. I'd say that. I mean, so I would, and then an I, average team G- is forty-one and forty-one. Also, five hundred. Capital G great team is a sixty-win team. That's a hundred percent. That's a lot of wins. 
That's a lot of wins. 60 and 22 is a, that's a great basketball team. A good basketball team goes 50 and 32. That, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Right now, there's not a single team that is 30 wins. The closest is Boston with 27. So they, they might be a 60 win team. Boston might. Milwaukee's at 25. Brooklyn's at 25. Cleveland's at 25. You might get a couple of 60-win teams in the East, but I'm here to tell you in the West, it's not going to be any great team. 25 and 13 are your Denver Nuggets. I don't see them as a 60-win team. I don't see Memphis, who's also 25 and 13, being a 60-win well, team. Se- well, wait a second. Me- Maybe. Wait a second. Maybe. Wait a second. The Milwaukee mm-hmm. Bucks, you're talking about how much stronger the East is than the West. The Milwaukee yeah. Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets yeah. are 25 and 13 and they're second and third. And the Denver yes, Nuggets and the Memphis Grizzlies are 25 and 13. Like yes, the Boston Celtics And they're first and the second. Cel- the Boston yeah. Celtics are two wins better, one loss yes, better than teams mm. 2 and 3, but it's not as yeah. though it's not as though the Nuggets and the Grizzlies have six less wins than the East. Oh, I'm here to And the Pelicans I, I, are 24 and 14, which is Quite, I mean, that that's twenty five and fourteen is what the Cavs are like. It is, it's actually very similar. The standings are very similar. Yes. So I'm. So let me let me expand my thought. Then it's not just the West that stinks. It's a whole damn oh, league that stinks. Oh, Chris, you're, you're It's a whole GT idiot. league that stinks. <laughs> There's not a single sixty win team in the bunch. <laughs> Take that. This is suddenly Jerry Stiller cast. Rest in peace. <laughs> Uh, so diehard Clipper fan, the whole Stiller family. You see Ben Stiller. Wait, no, dang, darn it. Ben Stiller's always at Knicks games. But Jerry Stiller, diehard Clipper fan, and his wife Ann Mira, diehard Clipper fans. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, I've seen Jeff Garland at Clippers games, and he's on that show starring Larry David. That has nothing to do with anything. But anyway, we got fans. We're here to talk about Avicii Zubats. Oh, we've I got love fans. Them. We've got I love them. I love Avicii Zubats. He's great. He's a true center. He is not one of these unicorns. He's not a Kristaps Porzingis, over seven feet tall, built like a pool cue, can hit a three-pointer. That's not him. I see him chucking up three-pointers pregame sometimes on a lark. It's just not him. He's a true center. He's a clog-the-paint guy. Something he did the other night in a losing effort, and the team played phenomenally at Boston, but we just couldn't pull it together at the end. But, man, Kawhi Leonard unloaded a laser pass off the mark to a cutting-under-the-basket zoo who literally just took his giant tree trunk arms and somehow reached out and grabbed it. That thing was just a laser shot through the defense. It was going out of bounds. It was going to sail into like the 15th row. And Zoo just reached out with all the arms of Croatia and grabbed that ball and bang. That was, I believe, our last field goal of the game to maybe tie it up. And I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a turnover when I saw that laser shot cannon out of Kawhi. And Zoo just, when you give it to Zoo in the paint, unlike Chris Kamen in the past, that we would just, we would be shaking in our boots anytime you passed it to Chris Kamen in the paint and he put it on the floor. Oh, You're like, well, here comes dribble a turnover. Just here comes had to a turnover. It. Yeah. Yeah. Zoo has gotten better and better and better and better. He's not a guaranteed turnover. He can put the ball on the floor and cut through defenses like a hot knife through butter in that paint. 
he is, the last time I looked, he was top five in rebounding, top 10 in blocks in the league. That's what you want from your true center. He kind of reminds me of Steven Adams. You know Steven Adams, he looks like Aquaman. Just sure. a big, burly, true center. A guy that would just take one of those honey-baked hams, you know, the entire ham, just eat into it, right into the side. Not even cooked. Just a cold, big <laughs> that's ham. That's a ham hock. He does it that way. I, listen, he, 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 he basically, he's got triple doubles the last three games. Or double doubles, Stop. excuse me, not triple doubles, double yeah, doubles. Yeah. He's had double doubles the last oh, couple of games. Oh, he's a double-double machine. He's uh, a double-double machine. On, he his gets career, on his career, he's a 10-10 and 10 guy. Uh, but we're seeing the just improvement. Keeps better and better. We're seeing the yeah, improvement oh, yeah. is what is, is exciting. And obviously, the 31 and 29 game is not his average game. Uh, but we right. are starting to see heavier scoring games. And the eye test tells me that a lot of it is just put the ball up. Just put the ball up. But what I love, you know, my biggest sideline coaching is always put your hands up. Just put your oh hands, God, up. hands up. Hands uh, up. And he always, and always has he always has his hands he's up. Got him in the air. Yeah. All right. So I went on the old Twitter machine. I fired up the old Twitchulator. Okay. Oh Elon Musk's Twitchulator. Sure. Out of Gardenia, California, I believe. Twitter headquarters now that Elon Musk took over. He opened up a shop over in Gardenia or Hawthorne, neighbor Hawthorne, California. So I fired up the old Twitchulator. And I, I believe they actually, I made a couple calls and I can actually tweet. Beyond 140 characters, no big deal. It's not much of a flex, but they give me at least 200 characters. Everybody else just gets the 140, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Anyway, I tweeted out to Clipper Nation, hashtag Clipper Nation, greatest fans in all of sports, not only the greatest fans, but the best looking. NASA did a test. Also SpaceX. SpaceX and NASA did a test. They did saliva samples. They took data from the GNA, the DNA samples, the uh, RU43andMe, whatever that thing is called. They went out, they got the samples, they got the DNA, the spit test, they got blood samples. A lot of the vaccines were actually fake sport fan uh, DNA sample tests. People didn't know that. And we're the best-looking fans in professional sports. Well, that's it's, it's yes. scientifically and mathematically proven. Can't So I argue. reach out. I reach out. I say, hashtag Clipper Nation, all you great-looking people. It's obvious that this season Paul George is our best player. It's it's not even up for debate. Paul George is our best Clipper by leaps and bounds. Would you agree, Hank? Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. I, and I and I, I asked, and I gauge that off of the Hank's player of the game. He's been Hank's player of the game more than any other player. Ah, uh, that is such a great gauge. I also, as you know, do probably a more exciting Hank's player of the game every game. Give it a little more thought. Put a little more my, into it. Just give you it a little don't more gumption. Get, uh, you don't get to pick. It's my well, award. I know, but when I do Hank's play of the game, just give it a little more elbow grease. No, oh, a little more, a little more monkey. Just shines. make your okay, weird so, point. Well, it's just getting weirder. It's just the point <laughs> just gets weirder. And That's weirder. your brand. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I asked Clipper Nation hashtag Clipper Nation. Paul George, obviously the greatest Clipper of this season. Who this season is our second best player? Clipper Nation, and the options were as follows. Oh, before I tell you, Hank, if I had to pick four players to say to Clipper Nation, who's our second best player, which four do you think that I picked? Oh, I think you would have picked Mook, Zubats, <clears throat> Kawhi, and uh, uh, Reggie? No, man, man, <clears throat> Terrence Mann. 
So I said, who is our second best player? And I decided these are the nominees. With all due respect to the great Mook Morris, who we love, and a lot of people on Twitter just absolutely hate this guy. But yeah, that's like a good point. We, we, he would have been one of my picks, but not for Clippers Nation. No. So I said, who's our second best player? Is it Kawhi Leonard? Is it Avicii Zubats? Is it Norm Powell, who was really firing on all pistons at the time that I asked the question? He was coming off the bench giving us 20 on any given night. He was really cooking. And then my fourth option, a lot of people wanted me to say Luke, but I said Batum because oh, yeah. I thought I Batum him. was doing all the intangibles. Yeah. So those were your four options, okay? And and realistically, no one said, hey, where's Mook? Hey, where's Reggie? In the, in the replies. No one said that. There were a couple where's Luke's. That was it. So out of those... Clipper Nation, who's our second best player behind Paul George? Is it Kawhi, Zoo, Powell, or Batum? Who do you think Clipper Nation said was the second best Clipper? Zoo. The Croatian sensation. 100%. Kawhi Kawhi has just not looked like he's fully there yet. Uh, It's tricky, right? It's it's tricky with Kawhi. Because it's difficult it's to tell tricky. how much is a lack of urgency and how much of it is just that cyborg, you know, nothing phases him kind of energy. Right. You know, I feel right. like he could be giving you maximum effort and it just would look still look like he's reading the Reader's Digest. <laughs> it's a smaller magazine. It's a much it's smaller a magazine. magazine. He would, he would literally form. not be able to read it because his hands are so big. <laughs> It looks comically small in his massive hands. I think that's why they made TV Guide bigger is because Kawhi Leonard picked up the TV Guide. And like, this is this is too small. We need to make this TV Guide bigger. Or maybe because nobody reads TV Guide anymore. So Kawhi Leonard was not the number one pick by at all. It was it was Zubats by a landslide when I asked. He got like double the votes that Kawhi Leonard. And it was it was a real horse race, actually, for, uh, I guess it would be called third place between Kawhi did edge out Norm Powell ever so slightly and then uh, Batum bringing up the rear. So, look, Zubats has been our consistent guy. He's played the most he's played the most seasons as a Clipper of any active Clipper. He's certainly played the most games and he's probably averaged. I know it for a fact he is averaged the most games per season of any Clipper. Now, up until Batum recently going out, it was Batum who was the horse who hadn't missed a single game. But now, sadly, Batum is out. And it's a crazy thing to say with this deeply talented team, Hank. But I I really think we could have won a couple of those squeakers on the road if only we had Nicholas Batum, our versatile backup power forward center. He makes everybody better. He, he just really makes does. everybody better. You miss his shooting, sure, but you just miss everything that he does when he's on the court, I think. Oh, I love him. I love, Je t'aime, Nico Batum. He's a French knight. But we're here to talk about the Croatian sensation, Ivica Zubac. So do you have that line up and handy, that, that historic night for Zubats where he had 31 points, he had 29 rebounds. He also, I believe, had a handful of blocks that night i I can't i don't have the figures in front of me he had three he had three i I don't have them in front of me but i know for a fact he had three blocks oh come on three blocks 31 points 29 rebounds it's top five in the league 
Top five in the league at rebounds. That's exactly what you want from your center. And we've got it. We've got a special center in the young gun of each of Zubats. All right, Hank. What do we got to do to get better? Oh my gosh, man. I I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I, I again I hate to use that adage if we gotta play with more urgency. Are we missing consistency? We certainly need to shoot the ball better. Like that's where this all started tonight, watching the game, which which admittedly I did not finish watching. Uh, we, I, I got deep into the second quarter and I was behind. I started late because I put my kids to bed, uh, and then just started texting you and got much more delighted in the dystopian text thread that we had going than I was in the actual game. Uh, but we need to make shots. And what I was watching, what I was watching was the, the nuggets drain a shot and then Paul George misses right. a shot and then the nuggets drain a shot and then Paul George misses a, a shot. So yeah, no, I, it was just and, it, and, I, and I don't and, night. and these were mid range shots that didn't look as though it was bad play calling per se or bad offense. It just was guys just not making shots. It's a make miss league, as they say, and they were missing more than they were making. Oh, gotta gotta win games, man. You know, oh, you gotta win games. Well, here I'm here to tell you some encouraging Kawhi Leonard news. I'd so, like to hear it. I do think there is a silver lining to this horrible stubbing of the toe the past seven games have been where we are two and five in the past seven. First of all, before I even go on, I would just like to say, for the record, in the past 16 games, the Phoenix Suns are four and 12. <laughs> so they stink. Yeah, because Devin Booker is it's because Devin Booker is out, right? It is. It is. And so anytime, anytime admittedly, someone says, admittedly, yes, yes, sons in four, you just add the caveat out of 16. Sure. Maybe they'll get four. I, I like you, I like you got to give them 16. So Kawhi Leonard, you know, the eye test says, well, they're losing more than they win. So clearly he just doesn't have the stuff. And then you got Brian Windhorse going on television saying, I'm just not impressed. He's just not back. He's just not ready. But I will tell you this. Uh, I'm doing some deep, weird analytical dives here, and I want you to check out how Kawhi Leonard is faring among 69, you love that number, players, who have logged 40 or more possessions in ISO. Okay, so when it's just them with the basketball, your superstar going one-on-one -on -one in ISO with the basketball, all right? There's only 69 players who've logged 40 or more or more possessions in isolation. Your man Kawhi Leonard is 11th in the NBA uh, at a rate of 1.15 points. So he's averaging over a point per ISO, okay? Obviously, you want to get to that too, but he's 11th out of 69. Uh, his effective field goal percentage is 57.4% in ISO, which gets him to 8th. His turnover rate, so when he's in ISO, is he going to turn over the ball? Well, he's the second lowest at turnovers when he's in ISO. And his score frequency is over half the times, 56.1% when he's in ISO. If he's going ISO, it's not nine times out of ten. It's over half the time he's going to score that bucket, and he's sixth overall when he has that ball in isolation. So he's actually slowly proving that he's back. He has a great field goal percentage in the paint. 
He actually has a great field goal percentage overall. Obviously, tonight was a bit of a stubbing of the toe, but he's got a killer field goal percentage. Obviously, we know he's lights out for the mid-range, and then you and I, especially you, Hank, have been really upset about how terrible he's been shooting from three, and it certainly didn't do him any favors tonight, but he's just not been the usual guy from three. I think the three ball is going to fall for him, obviously. You want it to fall for him, but he's shooting well under 30% from three, and again, tonight certainly didn't help, and I think Ty Lue was almost smart to get him and PG the hell out of there, and hopefully we'll get them both tomorrow in Minnesota. Yeah, he, he got them out of there, and, and now maybe it's time to not leave these guys in a situation where all they're doing is settling for jump shots. You know, again, I right. know that they've been injured, but this isn't Doc Rivers where they never have pra- they never have practices. So right. it, it feels to me like I I I guess what I stumble a little bit on this question of what we need to do to get better because I'm not entirely sure I understand what our offensive scheme is. I don't think mm. I fully get it. I see some really uh-huh. great individual players, but I don't know. I don't see a ton of great ball movement. I see guys getting the ball, running down the court, playing an ISO, putting up jump shots, missing. It's very hard to win that way. Um, And if, in fact, you're correct and the West is mediocre, we Mm, would then we would be far worse if it weren't for the fact that the the West is so weak. So I don't know. what, What is it? You know, I'm I'm the last well, guy fix. to throw a coach under the bus, but are are is this a is this a byproduct of having guys not healthy enough, um, and we're getting them worked into the system? And what's the system? What is it? Because right. because right now it just looks like a bunch of guys putting up shots, and it's really hard to win games that way, especially against a team uh, like the Nuggets, who will put up what was it eleven threes in the first half or whatever. I mean. Yeah, and they're they're, they're playing like, great, but 122 points is not some earth-shattering score. They no, we we, we just shot more than that this terribly. Yeah. We Horrible. shot terribly. Horrible. 11% from 3 in the third quarter, but through the third quarter is just bad shooting, and that's just not that's not just Kawhi Leonard being better at the mid-range. Something to keep our eye on tomorrow night is our field goal percentage as a team because Obviously, it's going to go up, but it's got to go up a hell of a lot from what it was tonight, which I'm just I don't have it in front of me, but it's like what we shot 20 something percent is my guess tonight. If we were lucky as a team field goal percentage, 20 and change. So obviously we need to do. Oh, oh, from the from the field, we shot we shot 37 percent from the field. Okay, well, I would guess that. But 13.5 from three. And by the way, the Nuggets, by the way, the Nuggets shot 50 percent. And thirty and almost thirty nine percent from three. They shot fifty percent from the field. So, and they're not they're not a they're not a typical three point barrage team because they're Jokic, right? So like, they're Aaron Gordon, they're Jamal Murray. Now Jamal Murray's going to put up threes, but like they 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 really are a big team. Gordon and Jokic, that's your one and your fourth option. They're going to drive. Oh yeah, I between the two of them, the three. between the two of them, they only put up one three. That's what I'm saying, Hank. So it's like they we just got cooked. They they could not miss tonight and we could not hit it. And I'm telling you uh at the at the at the half, okay? At the half, we were shooting field goal percentage 26.8%. So we shot better in the second half, 
But in the first half of basketball with our stars all aligned but not doing anything, we shot 26.8%. We got to do better. Only one Clipper made um, only one Clipper made more than one three. I'm going to guess it's Kennard. No, Kennard went I mean, am I looking at the right box score? Yeah, of course. Kennard went 0 of 5. Oh, on the game? Yeah, from three. He went two of nine from the field. O of five from three. Amir Coffey, O of two. Uh, Brandon Boston, O of two. Terrence Mann, O of two. Robert oh Covington, O of four. Meanwhile, Reggie Jans- Jackson, O of five. Jason, Jason Preston, Preston. Two for two. For two. two. He was perfect. Explosion. Explain that, Mr. I'm not impressed. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I have always referred to young master yeah. Jason. I am very impressed in I mean, from beyond the ox. Our starters, our starters put up 16 threes and only made two. Beach. I mean, it's just as bad. It's just bad. Screech. And I, I have to say, like we, we, we had a deal. We had a deal 15, uh-huh. 15 years ago. I think this deal started. I was at a bar. I was in a bar in Hollywood. You knew that I was. Sounds gonna, like you, Hank. You knew I was going to watch the game on delay after this birthday oh, right. party, and you were watching the game live. And you texted me and said, "I, I hate to do this, but mm. don't watch the game when you get home." That. That was do tonight. not that was watch tonight. the game yeah. when you get home. Just don't do it. And so, Just don't do it. So tonight, I, I love you too much. Got my kids to bed. Had a little chat oh, with yeah. my wife. Went back to the back mm-hmm. to the guest house to watch the game. And you texted right. and said, "This is real ugly, Hank. This is oh, real yeah. bad. It would be one of the most historic comebacks ever." And for it, it no, not one of, not one of. I, it would be the most historic comeback. I didn't ever. even, I didn't even balk because I knew you wouldn't have done it if it wasn't right. something to save me from. Oh yes, uh, oh yes. And I mean, I, I really, to be honest, I didn't really even realize he pulled the starters because by the time we were deep in the second quarter, I was just texting you and messing around and right. I barely no, was, was even watching. There was nothing to watch. So nothing. You know, we got to do better. We got to do better. Again, it's tricky when you're playing a team that's playing well, so well. Well, the easy well. fix. The, the quick and easy fix is get Batum back in the lineup. That's the quick, easy fix. Oh, get I Batum guess. back in the lineup. I guess, because then at least you your starters might get a third three-pointer on the game. Now, the— We got five—we oh, yeah. made five— Threes, Chris. Oh no, I'm just I'm assuming Batum comes off the bench, so the starters would still have stunk. Well, the true. True. <laughs> we shot 37 threes and we made we made five. Ten? We made five of them. <laughs> As a team? Yeah. Five As of thirty five of thirty-seven. That can't be right. <laughs> I, I, I that that just that, that, I'm looking at you, it. I'm looking at the box score. When Luke Kennard these for the longest time, he was the, last season. He was the most accurate three-point shooter. <laughs> he had the highest three-point shooting percentage in the entire league last season. The last I checked, this season he was at number one like a week or two ago. Then he slipped ever so slightly down to number two, the second most accurate three-point shooter. Each when he goes zero for five, you 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 know he's going to go at least two. Well, for he five. may he like, he may have five. he may have slipped to number two, but tonight he shot like number two. <laughs> Watch out! That means poops. <laughs> that means poops, everybody. <laughs> everybody was shooting like uh, poops. Listen, tonight. it's 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 still. I was going to say it's early in the season. It's not. It's right in the middle of it's the season. Way. 
What, the, what is great is that we're getting guys, they're playing, they're healthy. You know, it was a little, I got a little purvis when Paul George, you know, retweaked his leg. And that was a little like, right. that was a little nervy. Well, there, there he was questionable. He yeah. He was questionable yeah. to play. But we got guys playing. We got our guys back, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and they're going to find it. Uh, but right. I definitely think this is, some things need to be figured out in practice. Well, I'll now, tell you Now, yes, what, I am Nation talking Twitter. about practice. Practice. We talk about practice. Uh, no, Clipper Nation Twitter. Now, these guys, a lot of these guys, some of these guys, there's a handful of these guys, real hotheads, Hank, and they are throwing four people under the bus almost exclusively. And I'm here to tell you who those four people are that are being thrown under the bus by the hotheads on Twitter at Clipper Nation. They are plenty mad at Reggie Jackson. Yeah, they really are. They are steaming mad about John Wall. Oh, they're mad at John Wall. They are mad as hell, and they're not going to take it anymore about Muck Morris. That's three. And they are upset about Coach Ty Lue. Is there anything to these hotheads? Is there anything... To those four guys being the scapegoat, or is it a bigger picture thing? And if it's a bigger picture thing, then you go to Ty Lue. Now, here's the thing, Hank. Lawrence Frank, I'm going to call him Lawrence Zubank Frank for tonight on the Rise of Zoo Clipcast special. Lawrence Frank's always got tricks up his sleeves. He's got Jerry West in his ear. He's got Steve Ballmer's deep, deep pockets. I'm just going to go off of my memory. I talked about the zoo trade that was just a steal, the steal of the century for the L word to get zoo for literally nothing. Last season, we pick up Norm Powell and Robert Covington. Bob did big things for us at the end of last season. Norm Powell has been fantastic for us this season. That was a steal. I can't remember. I can't even. I know we dished Bledsoe. I don't even remember the other guy that we dished to get those guys. And then Mook and Reggie came in at the trade deadline. I want to say the bubble season, maybe the year before. No, no, it was the yeah, it was twenty twenty. They came in with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard's first year, and then all of a sudden we get Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris. I'm talking about trades that have resulted in three fifths of our starters and our sixth man, Norm Powell. So this front office is very crafty, and oh, yeah. they are not sit-on-their-hands kind of guys. They see what's happening. They don't like what's happening. Moves will be made. There's a reason Bob Covington is not playing. He's going to be dealt, and so they're going to put together some sort of package. I don't know if it's these young guys that are lighting up the G League. I don't know if it's some guy that we love. Maybe Terrence Mann, maybe Luke Kennard. I mean, I love... Man and Kennard, you know this. I love those guys. I don't want those guys to leave. No. But I do know that anything the front office does is smarter than anything I could think of. And I do trust this front office implicitly. Jerry West is the architect. Lawrence Zubank Frank is fantastic. He is a better GM than a head coach. And he head coached his way all the way to the NBA Finals, I believe, with the New Jersey Nets. So I believe in this front office. I believe in this owner. I believe in our superstars. I believe in Kawhi Leonard. I believe in Paul George. Paul George, I believe, fourth in all-star voting right now, and rightfully so in the backcourt position, maybe fifth, but he'll be an all-star. 100% Paul George is going to the all-star game in Utah. Oh, yeah. And he deserves it. He deserves it. Uh, is there something to Mook 
Reggie and Wall being thrown under the bus? Is there something to Ty Lu being thrown under the bus? Do these guys got to do something different? Well, I don't think you move. I don't think you make a move at the coaching position. I don't think you make that move. Of course but, not. But I do think I do think trades are going to be made. I mean, I, I sure. do I do think we're going to make moves. Um, oh yeah. I de- you definitely don't let go of Kennard. Terrence Mann seems to be a guy. Speaking of Clippers Nation, if we're using them as uh, as any sort of reasoning, we're using them as the reason why we're talking about making the trade. So let's also mm. talk about those fans who are screaming for more man minutes. They want more right. Terrence Mann. You know, and he did go five of nine from the field. You know, right. uh, so and five of seven if you take out the threes that he shot, which is not necessarily his great strength anyway. Um, right. So I, I think you're going to make moves, and I don't think you let Kennard get away, and I don't think you let Mann get away. For me, some of the complaints that you hear about Reggie Jackson are is his shooting, which is not necessarily his biggest strength anyway. Reggie Jackson's sure. shooting. Um, no, he's an energy guy. He's a pace guy. For, for me, I'm not in the biggest hurry to make moves. Um, I, I, to me, I still, I'm stubborn. I love this team. I still think this team is really great. I'm personally sure. a little confused about some of these losses. I'm confused about the shooting, which is why I bring up like, what's our offensive scheme? What are we doing here? Are these broken plays or are there right. not plays? I guess I just don't understand exactly what is happening there. It's so much ISO. It's so many jump shots. Uh, no, we, we need that. Remember that urgency to get in the paint and then dish or score and get fouled or you know what I mean? Remember there was that Ty Lu mantra. Touch the paint. You gotta touch the paint. You gotta touch the paint. You gotta touch the paint. And then pass it. I'm not hearing anything about that this season. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, does it all really come down to missing Batum? Uh is it just a slump? Is it just a slump? You know? There was a time when it was like I was sitting here bright siding on this show saying, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah 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 wah. But when Kawhi Leonard starts, we're nine and two, or whatever it was. When Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are active, we're nine and two. We're eight and two. We're nine and three. But now it's like we're now getting to the nine and six, nine and seven, maybe when those two guys play together. That's not good. That's not great. That is just not good. Yeah. And so. We're running out of time, and we're running out of excuses. We're at the halfway point. One thing we do have is one of the great, true centers of the West and of this league. I know there's these flashy guys like the Joker, like Joel Embiid, like Giannis. But, man, I love me an old workhorse who's going to be there, who's going to get the blocks, going to get the rebounds, top five in rebounds, top ten in blocks, Putting up Kareem style numbers, Ivica Zubac. Oh, he's twenty five. He's twenty five. Proud have, of you, young We man. haven't seen his ceiling yet. We haven't seen his ceiling yet. We haven't seen Kawhi Leonard play that many games back healthy. I think we just have to take a deep breath. This has been a bummer. This is a bummer. This is bummer cast mm. you're listening to right now. Oh yeah. But I think we hang in and we see how things you know we see how things formulate. When is the trade deadline? Deadline. Ah, sometime in February. It'll be sometime next month. So they've got some time to figure some stuff out and see what they can acquire. Thursday, February 9th. February 9th, buddy. It's right around the corner. There's not a lot of time. It's just around the corner. It's a month away. It's a month away. Month and change. I'll tell you one thing. When Kawhi Leonard drives to the basketball, when he drives that basketball and he drives to the basket, very difficult to stop, Hank. Yeah. He's scoring on 
56.5% of his driving field goal attempts, which is tied for 15th in the league with a young man named Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's not what he's that is freak. not his name. That's not what he's called. There you freak. go. That you can pronounce. <laughs> that is not it. That is not it. Kawhi Leonard and Greek Freak, when they drive, very tough to stop. As a matter of fact, they're equally tough to stop. And everyone in the world would say, Whoa, Greek Freak is blah, blah, blah. He's the best player on planet Earth. And they might be right. Greek Freak might be the greatest player on planet Earth, but he is 15th in the league when driving with a driving field goal attempt tied with Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Maybe that number goes a little down with tonight's loss. But, hey, we well, got, definitely didn't go we got up. Kawhi Leonard. We got Paul George. We got the longest-running Clippers podcast with the one and only Henry Burbank, Zubank, Hank Dittman, and me, Chris Kowald, and we'll be back next week, I promise. No more of these two weeks off, three weeks no, off. No, no, it was the holidays. It was the holidays. holidays. We're gonna want to talk. We're gonna want to talk about this little stringy little road, road trip action we got going on. We mm-hmm. want to talk about our, mm-hmm. some home game action we got going. We got some stuff to talk about. We got some stuff to talk about. We're gonna, we're gonna, starts coming. Up. We're gonna turn this thing around. We're gonna turn this thing. Oh around. yeah, and then. And then we're about four clip casts, maybe three clip casts away from a massive trade. Literally. Like in three clip casts from now, we're going to be clip casting immediately, crazily. You're going to be on a set talking into your phone. We're going to be doing this nutty, holy crap, did you see what they did? That's like three clip casts away. In three, four weeks, we're going to be talking about the big trade oh, yeah. that shook up the NBA world. Oh, yeah. So that's and, like four listen, we're, we're, we're about to play Minnesota. Hopefully, we're going to get to play our starters since they didn't play tonight, even in the first half, P.S. We'll find uh, out. But then we'll we're out. at home for five games in a row. We're at oh, home for five God. games in a row. Now, without looking at the schedule, yeah, how many back-to-backs do you think there are during that five-game homestand? Okay, so... We've got six games. One of them is night two of a back-to-back on the road. Sure. And then we've got five-game homestand. During okay. the homestand, how many back-to-backs do you think we're talking about? I would assume because not only does the league hate us, not only does the city hate us, the city planners hate us, the NFT arena planners hate us, AEG hates us, I would assume it's somehow three back-to-backs. So <laughs> it's back-to-back at home. It's none. Well, I'm sorry. What? It's we, none. You, we have a what? night off between every game. Now, the last home game, oh, that's great. the last home oh, game on the 17th night of January of is night one of a back-to-back before we go And then we go to Utah, Utah or something. Right. I knew it. I knew it. There okay. is a day game in there, but it's versus Houston. We like that. Right. Uh, so these, there's some touch ma- tough matchups. We're playing Dallas. We're playing Denver again. We're playing Philly, which would be a nice test for Zubats. Uh, mm. But we got some home cooking. Got some home cooking yes. to come home. It's been the holidays. There's been some stuff going on. Guys can sleep in their own beds. And we're going to see what second. happens. Hold on a second. Hold the phone. Just wait just a second. You can't stop the show and tease me with three out of the five home games and then night two of a back-to-back at Utah, which is a very winnable game. So you're telling me we got tomorrow night slash tonight Minnesota, yeah. at Minnesota. Night off. And we got a five-game homestand. Yeah, we got a Atlanta, five game home Atlanta Dallas, Denver, Houston, Philly. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. We, we, we're we in good shape. We well, there's some tough games. There's, there's some tough games in there. There's some tough games in there. I, I mean, look, I'll be honest. Nothing about that Denver game gives me any shred of confidence. So I'll just tick that as a loss. 
Like, that's a loss. I'm going to take that loss. Oh, that's take a my safe lumps. bet. If you had to bet money, that's you bet we lose. That's a safe bet. And you hope we, we lose bet, by yeah. only 20. <laughs> I, I, just, I just hope at some point we look and go, well, we're only down 38. We got him right where we want him. Moral we're not victory. Down 40. Gosh, by gosh. So you could just kind of tick that one away. They've kind of got our number. Like, we have the L Words number. We've, we beat them nine times in a row. Anytime we play the L word, you you root you you think well the safe money is on the Clips right now. Sadly, the safe money is on the old stinky chicken nuggets of the Mile High City of Denver. However, Atlanta winnable at Minnesota winnable. Dallas they were on a hot streak. That hot streak ended. So you know I get it. That's a that's an iffy one, but it's winnable. Obviously, Houston guaranteed W guaranteed w. oh yeah and then at utah i like that and then at and then philly the philly game i, I like us at philly so we could look look every part of me wants to say four and two in the next six the realist is like well we've gone two and five out of the last seven yeah we're gonna be Wouldn't real happy if we go 500 we're gonna be real happy after that stretch if honestly I'm, i don't know I don't think I would be happy with three and three in the next six. I would be relieved. I'd be relieved we weren't two and four. <laughs> we got to find some. But stuff. I'll tell you this: before I let you go, I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, pal. We are one very small, not like a Brooklyn Nets win twelve in a row, not like the Knicks. I think won eight or nine in a row. You look at Dallas; they won seven in a row, and all of a sudden they were an under five hundred team that won seven in a row and are now safely in the fourth seed. If we takes. win five, just a little run. If we win streaker. six, and a, a, a small one, a blip, yeah, a blip of a win streak, some wins, and we just a few are back. Yeah, we're back. Agree. We're back. Yeah, I know. We're back. I know. But these, but these are not, these are not anomaly losses that we can't figure out what's going on. They're losses in which it looks like our offense doesn't know what they're doing. So again, sure. again, nights off. At home means practices, means time to figure some things out. This homestand could be perfectly time for us to get to get some momentum and to get a game plan going. Um, Absolutely. You know, but it, 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 we, we still got time. We still got time. We got time. Take a look at the tape. We did everything right until the bitter end at Boston. We did everything yeah. right in the back-to-back that we won when I said, oh, we've gone – Two and five out of the last seven. Well, those two wins were actually back-to-back wins. So we did everything right those nights. So let's just look at the tape. Let's win tomorrow, tonight at Minnesota. Let's get home to that home cooking. Let's get back in the gym. Let's get back practicing. Let's figure it out. Let's write the clippership. Let's point it towards, look, 60 wins, it's not an option. It's just sadly not an option for this team. It's just not happening. We don't have, we don't have the numbers we don't have the guys showing up to all the games. It's just not going to happen. So we got to shoot for a 50-win team. 50-win at best-case scenario, 50-win. I'm not saying like last season where I want to be just squeaking over 500. I despise that. I hate it. I want to be double digits over 500. And in order to do that, we got to get something cooking, and it's got to start right now, Hank. So thank you, Evicha Zubots. Thank you, Zubank Hank, for this wonderful rise, the rise of Zoo, Clipcast Spectacular. Zubank, why don't you sound the horn? Don't give up, Clipper Nation. It ain't over till it's over. We can do this. Stay positive.
Good. Very good. <laughs> there was a hit. There was a hidden message in there. I don't know if you caught it. <laughs> no, I just heard a horn. Oh, I got to play it back. <laughs> I, just gotta, I guess I got to play it back. 